Joining us now with the latest in science news is ABC science reporter Janelle Wiley. But before we do, let's find out the answer to our brain teaser. What word comes next? Nom, suet, Sweden, Hertz. Janelle, what's the answer? And did anyone get it right? Yes, people did get it right. The answer is fir, F-I-R, or... It can also be riff. It's uh, this is something that David David uh, texted in as well. So what this is, it's an anagram of the first letters. If you lop day off off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you swap your letters around, that's what this is. So it's an anagram. So happy Friday. This is the beginning of Friday. Okay, <laughs> and did. Uh, we, I, didn't, I don't think we got as many um, correct answers as we usually do. So it was kind of tricky, right? It was tricky. Now, Bargy, um texted in earth, and I'm not really sure that that's a word, but I haven't had a chance to, to check that on, uh, on the, in the dictionary. But okay. certainly riff with one F you can get away with, but the, the main answer is for F-I-R. Got it. All right, let's get to the stories now. Talking about Hirsch, the skeletons of two brothers that lived 3,500 years ago have been discovered in Israel. Both brothers possibly had leprosy and one had evidence of brain surgery. And yes, 3,500 years ago and you heard the words brain surgery. What did that look like? Uh, I can't even begin to get my head around that. Yeah, no modern anaesthetic, no antibiotics. It would have been pretty horrific. But the surgeon at the time took a lot of care. So the type of brain surgery that we're talking about is actually boring a hole into somebody's head. Now, we've been doing that for around about 6,000 years, round holes. But this particular surgeon took a technique. It's a little bit like, and the way that I'm going to describe it is like carving up a cake for your friends, a little cake in a cake pan. And you make these cuts, slices, and you cut down, but you don't hit the bottom of the, the cake pan. And then once you've made all your slices and you divide it up evenly, you kind of like lift the things out really carefully. So that is the technique that they that they used. It's the first time really they've seen this technique used in this particular region in around Israel. And the interesting thing is, is that after the operation, they put all those fragments back. We know that they did that. Now, the person that had this operation was alive at the time. It would have taken a long time to carefully, carefully pop all of those pieces out. But unfortunately, they either died during the operation or not long after, which I think is probably not that surprising. That's, yeah, it's an incredible story. How much do we know about the brothers and and what does it tell us about the community? Well, we know that the, the brother that had brain surgery was between 21 and 46, and it, but his younger brother uh, died about three years earlier. Now, both of the brothers were likely to have some kind of genetic disorder which affected, which affected the, the growth of their bones. And so the, the, the guy that had brain surgery also had a broken nose. And with the type of congenital disease that he had, he was likely to have really small sinuses as well. So maybe he just had a stonking headache and that's why he was given brain surgery. The other interesting thing about these two brothers is that their bones were just, just had lesions of some kind of infectious disease 
in them. So there's a number of options. They could have had tuberculosis or syphilis. But the thing that, that researchers are leaning towards is leprosy. And the reason that they're leaning towards leprosy is that some of the bones, some of the bones have been wasted. So some of the toe bones, some of the jaw bones and things like that. The younger brother also had, uh, he had an abscess in his jaw. So he would have been in, had in excruciating pain. But we also know that because they had this care, the, the surgeon, like so having a, a surgeon, you know, three and a half thousand years ago was, was unusual. So that tells us that this, these brothers were in a high caste. Um, it also tells us that there was a great level of care. And when they were buried, they were buried together. So they didn't die at the same time. The younger brother was exhumed. And then when the older brother died, they were buried together and they were buried with fine pottery and foodstuffs and things like that. The same as relatives who died earlier who were, who were buried with gold and silver. And that tells us that they were respected uh, members of the, the community, even though they had this, this infectious disease. And, and, you know, with the history of things like leprosy, normally people are outcasts, but these brothers were very much part of the community. Okay, just one more story that I just want to touch on. Um, going back much further in time, astronomers have discovered what might be massive galaxies, actually, that formed between 500 and 700 million years ago after the Big Bang. If they're right, it might cause a major rethink about the galactic evolution. What have they found? They basically found these red blobs that go back around about between 500 and 700 million, sorry, billion years sorry, a million years after the Big Bang, these galaxies, if they're massive galaxies, they shouldn't exist at this time because they would have to grow really quickly and they would have to basically use all of the gas. And we know that from the way that galaxies evolve, modern galaxies evolve, that galaxies are really inefficient. So they just don't know how that process could happen. But scientists have been searching for these kinds of galaxies for quite some time since they discovered the dead cores of fully formed galaxies around about one billion years after the Big Bang. But it's at this point in time, there's still more research. Even the authors of this paper say, look, these are the best candidates that we've got for these missing galaxies, but we need to do more research. So the research that they've done focuses on light and, and light in a bucket. So these, these, these galaxies are very red, but they now need to do another type of, of study that breaks light up into a rainbow. And by doing that, you, you work out the exact distances. And that can tell us whether it's something that's really bright and really far away or something that's actually closer to us and that explains why it's really bright. Janelle, beautifully explained. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Patricia. ABC's, ABC Science's Janelle Wiley. And for more on the latest in science and technology news, be sure to check out the science section of the ABC News website. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.